welcome. Come on in, grab a drink and come sit by the fire. It's a little chilly out today. You know, the Thanksgiving holiday here in the U.S. is a time to be with friends and family, you know, arguing intensely over politics and religion, trying to avoid that weird uncle, and preparing and eating enough food in one day to feed the entire population of Haiti for a whole fucking year. To be sure, 2020 has been a real shit show from start to finish, with COVID ravaging the world, 60 million sick, a million and a half dead, and 10,000 dying each day. Jesus. Our social and economic lives at a standstill, horrible racial injustices, civil unrest and protests, and that ass hat of a president. Well, I am thankful for sure that that idiot is on the way out. I guess I do have a few things to be thankful for. Uh, I have my health, such as it is, a wonderful wife, great kids and grandkids, close friends, a decent house, a job I don't hate. What's not to be thankful for? Now, during this troubled and nasty year, I, I really do rely on my sanity bookends of alcohol and cannabis. I'm truly thankful that I can walk a mile or so to the west and visit our local distillery and brewery, or a mile to the east and kibitz with my local neighborhood bud tenders. That's what I'm really thankful for this year. So sitting here in the pub today, we've got special holiday happy hours, I started thinking about Thanksgiving and all the other holidays this year that really got the short end of the stick. Now, yesterday, the day before Thanksgiving, we got a little drunk, maybe a little high, baked two of the best holiday pies I've ever had. Now, this has to be the start of a new tradition, right? Thanksgiving Eve. Then I started thinking about all the other holidays that don't have a day before component to their celebration. Christmas has Christmas Eve. New Year's has New Year's Eve. All Saints Day has Halloween. Even Easter has Holy Saturday. But where are all the holiday eves for the rest of the holidays? And yes, I do realize that there are many dozens of religious and secular holidays and observances celebrated by our Jewish, Muslim, Buddhist, and Hindu friends. Now, some of these may have an associated Eve, but I'm guessing not. And, you know, frankly, knowing more about these religions and, and these cultures, celebrations is a big time bucket list for me uh, in 2021. But more on that at a future pub visit. Now, the big four, Christmas, New Year's, Easter, and, and Halloween, have all been around for a long, long fucking time. Easter and Christmas go back nearly 2,000 years. I suspect that Halloween was started by pagan cultures well before that. And New Year's Eve, well, New Year's has been occurring every 365 days since the beginning of time. So, does a holiday have to be around for a long time to get an eve? Seems so. But in the current environment in which we live, couldn't we all just use a little more to celebrate? So, why not have a Valentine's Day Eve or a St. Patrick's Day Eve? Here in the U.S., are the federal holidays not worthy of an eve? President's Day, 4th of July, Memorial Labor and Veterans Day, hell yeah. But why stop there? I think Groundhog's Day has earned its eve. Mother's and Father's Day's eve, sure. And of course, Thanksgiving eve. Now, this is just to start, folks. Imagine if two people walked into a bar or, or approached curbside service and wished everybody a happy Thanksgiving eve. Well, people might think they were a bit eccentric, but what if four people walked into a bar and wished everyone a great Thanksgiving Eve? People might wonder if they were might missing something. And if eight people, what if eight people walked into the bar and started celebrating Christmas Thanksgiving Eve? Folks might think it was a movement. And that's what it is, friends. It's the Give All Holidays and Eve movement. So you know what to do. Let's just make it happen. Now, I need to grab another dram. I've been sampling the pub's collection of Highland Park single malts here. Fantastic whiskey. Uh, distilled up in the Orkney Islands, the northernmost distillery in Scotland. 
Highland Park whiskeys have won the Best Spirit in the World Award on three occasions. Now, this place was founded in the late 1700s by Magnus Unsen, a butcher and church officer by day and illicit distiller and whiskey smuggler by night. My hat's off to you, Magnus. You've done good. So stick around after this really short break because I have a real classic uppity woman story to share with you. Okay, I'm back with a nice heavy pour of a Highland Park 16 and a, a great story uh, of an uppity woman from, from many years ago, a classic. Few female teens in history have gotten the ink that Joan of Arc has. Fewer still have gotten it by being good. Now, Joan was brave as well as good. This French shepherd could have cornered the No Fear t-shirt concession in a Paris minute. At 13, she heard heavenly voices that foretold that she would help weak King Charles VII fight the English and liberate the besieged city of Orleans. And within three years, she'd lobbied the powerful women around the king, gotten Charles to give her an army, and was leading 4,000 enthusiastic troops in a high-gloss suit of armor that any self-respecting televangelist would send for. On April 28, 1429, Joan freed Orleans, and by summer the English army was history, and Charles got crowned at Reims. Besides making her relatives, making sure her relatives had good seats at her coronation, the king asked Miss de Arc to name her reward. This altruistic miss said, how about lowering the taxes for Dom Remini, her hometown, and grew? The surprised monarch complied, and for centuries, the two towns got tax bills marked no balance due. Now, 100 years wars are like showbiz. You're only as good as your last triumph. After Joan flopped at taking Paris for Charles, the English nabbed her and the French king did nothing. At her heresy witchcraft trial, her accusers cited such occult behaviors as wearing men's clothes. On May 30th, 1431, the maid of Orleans, 19 and still a virgin, although the English probably tried to change that while she was imprisoned, was burned at the stake. She died with amazing grace. Her secret weapon? A belief in God and the role that she was destined to play in her country's deliverance. 20 years later, the king overturned that guilty verdict, awarding her family pensions and honors. And a mere 500 years later, the gallant teen herself was declared a saint. They say that at her trial, she said, Children say that people are hanged sometimes for speaking the truth. Well, we appreciate your truth, Joan. Hats off to you as our uppity woman of the week. So come on back to the pub uh, in the future. We'll have more stories and more drinks to share. Take care now. Bye.